but I was one of the very few children with brown skin at my school, right? To be in a very Anglo setting, um, it was very difficult for me to make friends. So I spent a lot of lunch times by myself, um, and it was very difficult for me to be accepted by others, but also find the courage and bravery to uh, step up and, and make. back to the Mashiali podcast. My name is Samriti and I'm your host. I'm here to tune to episode 3 of season 1 Cozy Hours. I'm back for you this time with our next gem who's none another than Mr. Shantanu Paul. Mr. Shantanu Paul has been with the Venture and Fellowship team of Ashoka India since 2016. Originally from Australia, Shantanu came to India as an IDX fellow. Prior to this, Shantanu has worked with eight organizations like World Vision Australia in various capacities and has also founded Save the Children Australia Youth Movement. He started his own organization for youth mentorship and youth empowerment in Australia itself and has extensively worked in the space of youth mental health. Chancer has a strong interest in social entrepreneurship with particular interest in mental health and human rights. like to extend an especially warm welcome to you Shanson I'm so very happy that you took out your time to share your kind presence at our podcast to talk about the subtle art of being empathetic Thank you Samriti likewise very nice to be here chatting to you and the Mashiali community so thank you for having me Well, Shantanu, what I believe is that being empathetic is truly a blessing. Yes, you know, being empathetic requires you to see someone in their deepest, darkest phase, and then you have to take yourself, your own very space, from your own very way, into the shoes of others, and you have to remember that feeling, and you have to try to be able to say that, look, hey. I get you. I know how you feel, and I know where you're coming from. and you know that's not an easy thing to do and more often than not what i think is people don't really know the difference between sympathy and empathy right right i hear this distinguishing sort of thought a lot as well what is the difference between sympathy and empathy samriti i see that you are a bit sad today because you've been sick for the last last few days so you're a bit sad i understand that but it's not my problem and that's where it stops someone who is empathetic especially has mastered the skill of cognitive empathy which basically means you make a conscious effort to try and understand how that person thinks and feels those types of people are able to not only connect with an individual at a deeper level but they're also able to take action in the future 
So Samridi, I, I've understood how you feel. I understand what you're thinking. I understand what you've been through. And as a result of that, as a result of listening to you, as a result of not trying to overpower you with my own thoughts, I believe that I have something to offer later on. It's not just about understanding and leaving. It's about really staying with you and giving your whole self to that person. And most often than not, when you give your whole self to someone and when you listen to them intensely, which is one of the key sub-skills of empathy, you don't need to do anything else. That's often all that a person needs. So I'm really being sick for the last few days as a result being sad today. Most often than not, all somebody needs is someone to listen and give that space for her to share her thoughts more than to understand and leave. There definitely is a difference. It's very important that distinguishing definition is made clear to young people when they are taught empathy and when they're sort of spoken to about empathy as well. Yeah, that's so true because I often see people that they forget to take control of their emotions and feelings while they try to practice empathy. Yeah, it's very interesting. In one of the key sub-skills of empathy, when you think about empathy, people automatically think it's a skill that means understanding another person's feelings, understanding how they think. But what people often forget to realize, what people get wrong about the definition of someone who's a truly empathetic person is that be able to control your own emotions as well. When an individual is constantly empathizing, there is a very high risk that you won't be able to control your own emotions. So if you, for example, somebody you are going through a particular experience in your life and my role as a friend or my role as someone who is in front of you is to be empathetic. It doesn't mean that I understand your feelings and as a result of understanding those feelings, I try to solve your problem. I release my own emotions to show you that I'm throwing a parallel sort of reflection of, of what you're going through. What it truly means is that I'm able to think from your perspective why you're going through this particular experience. I'm able to understand how you feel. To be the most effective when you're empathetic, it's about controlling how emotive you get. So it's, it's much more effective if I am able to control my anger, my sadness, my happiness when you're sharing what you're going through. A lot of people lack that aspect of empathy and a lot of people try to master empathy from the point of view of, okay, I want to understand what this person is feeling, but I don't want to control what that means for me. When we teach empathy and when we speak about empathy, it's really important that we also focus on how do we control our own emotions and what we go through as individuals as well. Right, but what I've seen is that oftentimes people with a high degree of empathy fall into trouble by constantly empathizing with others. And oftentimes that leads into situation in a way that they themselves need someone to empathize with them instead. Definitely. When you are someone who has a high degree of cognitive empathy, you are someone who is constantly putting yourself in another's shoes, constantly someone who's trying to see how other people think and, and how other people feel. And what that often means is if you overdo it to an extent, it often means that you're compromising your own well-being or you're compromising your own emotional quotient that you might have as well. As human beings, we all have a limited capacity in terms of how much we can care at one point in time. But what you commonly see with people who are empathetic is that they continuously do it and it often leads to situation where you realize that okay um, I had no space to reflect on what's going on in my own life or what's impacting my own life it counteracts and it ends up impacting you right where you need other people's empathy and you need uh, the support of other people to empathize with you so it can be counterintuitive and can have an opposite effect you don't watch out and if you don't look after yourself at the same time okay and we have talked a lot about this amazing virtue of putting yourself into the shoes of others and by now we have all known that it is a one wonderful wonderful skill to have but here comes a critical question can the skill be learned so what's your opinion on this definitely at one point in time in human history literacy and numeracy were seen as skills that only a few elite people could master and learn but if you look at the world we live in today um, every parent 
regardless of where they are. I believe that their children need to master the skills of numeracy and literacy in order to live a successful life. And in the world we live in today and the world we will live in in the future is is vastly different from the world we used to live in. The world we live in today is one that's defined by interconnectedness. People are connected from many different places, many different experiences, many different walks of life. The very conversation we're having today Samrit you are from Delhi and and you come from a very different experience that I grew up with in Australia and in order for us to be able to work together and understand each other we really need to master the, the skill of empathy so it definitely is a skill that can be learned and especially can be taught and it is most likely to be mastered between the ages of 11 13 so when a young person is able to master empathy from a younger age it's more likely that they'll be able to sort of apply it in their later uh, in their lives later on in a much effective sort of way Right and how did you develop empathy would you like to share how did you develop the skills so very well so if i speak on my own experience as well like what helped me develop the skill of cognitive empathy from a very young age was to do things like read right from a very young age like fiction was something that played a very integral part in helping me develop skill of empathy right um, so i think there's many things that you can do from a young age even outside of a school setting that can enable you to develop this skill and i think this skill doesn't discriminate against anyone it doesn't choose any particular group um it's not for an elite group and it doesn't leave anyone behind empathy is something that is truly universal and can be learned and taught to every single human being wow and that would be a wonderful thing to do and you know what i personally think is that more than a textbook any textbook in this world experiences can teach you empathy very very well but it also depends upon you in a way that how you take those experiences and and i'll give you a story from my own life while i was growing up so my parents are bengali from from both sides of bengal and they migrated to australia while australia was a multicultural country it still wasn't as diverse as as the country is today so i was one of the very few children with brown skin at my school right to be in a very anglo setting um it was very difficult for me to make friends so i spent a lot of lunch times by myself I was reading a lot of books <laughs> so that could be how I also developed empathy but I was spending a lot of time in the library um and it's very difficult for me to be accepted by others but also find the courage and bravery to uh step up and and make friends right um I remember after one class one incident happened where I noticed that a young person uh, their body language changed completely because the teacher had said something to them and the other students were laughing at him right um so after class I went up to him and I said Hey what happened in the class must have sucked right um I was noticing they shouldn't have laughed at you right um I completely understand how you must have felt right um you won't believe it I think from that moment made my first friend right the point of this small story is that we all have experiences in our lives and when we actively try to put ourselves in other people's shoes when we actively try and uh, understand how other people think and how other people feel it opens up many opportunities and many doors for us right so for me it was the opportunity to make friends that i am able to relate and connect with other types of people so i think these experiences happen to every single person right um it's just a matter of how we choose to see these experiences and how we choose to react so so by design anyone can learn empathy within a school curriculum within courses that are that are taught but i think within our own experiences in life there's more than enough opportunity for us to apply these skills as well and that's just a small story that i thought i'd share right and in today's times when everyone sees and hears all the negativity that's floating around with all the anti social activities criminal activities terror activities happening all over the globe people growing violent and impatient do you think a safe future lies in practicing and preaching empathy because 
well personally speaking i do believe this we can have a better brighter future if we could build a world that is full of people who are empathetic so what's your opinion on that it's a very interesting summary that you mentioned all the negativity that we see and hear about in the world right and i'll give you an example as shoka we speak about change making as being something that is absolutely critical for all young people to grow up with and if you look at what change making skills are teamwork leadership skills problem solving skills and lastly they compromise of of the most importantly i believe cognitive empathy and if you look at say for example a terrorist or someone who is doing something bad right someone is committing a crime they all have these three skills the first three skills that talk about terrorists all have problem solving skills terrorists work in teams terrorists have leadership skills as well they're able to gather people around them for a particular purpose right because they don't have cognitive empathy they haven't developed cognitive empathy they go and use these other skills to do damage to the world right or harm other people but imagine a world where everyone had the opportunity to understand how their actions could impact another person in that kind of world that i'm speaking about i think we would face a lot less problems than we face today and that's why it's absolutely critical that everyone has to master a skill like empathy and i think like our parents today say that we need to learn english and math and and numeracy and literacy to become successful and have a safe life in the future they're slowly being pushed towards the world realizing that unless every single person grows up with mastering the skill of empathy they can't live successfully in a world that's defined by a rapid change that in order for any person to be successful in the future where technology is being accessible to everyone where information is accessible to everyone and where problems are very vast and complex we're going to realize that empathy is critical and as a result of that we will organize as societies where we can make empathy a skill that's aspirational and accessible to all types of people right and that exactly explains how crucial the skill is to be with everyone getting off track i would like to ask a very exciting question if i tell you to imagine empathy as something that has a color or something that has a vibe to it some rhythm or some music some shape or size how would that look like in your imagination so that's a beautiful question um it forces me to think a bit creatively on the spot blue has always connected me to ideas such as calmness the ocean is is the place where you see people connect more than anything else so i think blue for me representing the ocean uh, especially the sky i think for me that is what is the closest the thing to empathy than than anything else yeah That was a really dance. But now it's time that you wind up all our words of wisdom. So, would you like to get ahead with that? Love to start off by saying thank you to the Marshiali team, Samridi especially for giving me this time and this opportunity to speak about skill as important as empathy. As I mentioned during this conversation, empathy for me has been a very critical skill. Today in the world we live in, it's no longer about empathy being a choice. It's something that is critical for all people to develop and master. So my message to to you to the audience would be to reflect on this to reflect on this conversation and to think about how you can start developing these skills within your own lives what what are some actions that you can potentially take that can help you develop into being a more empathetic person it doesn't discriminate it doesn't pick and choose between who can get access to it and who can't as human beings are all capable of mastering this skill and my hope and dream is that we can start doing this right now right after this conversation So thank you thank you for listening in and and thank you for having me
Thank you so much, Shanta, for coming to our podcast. It was a very meaningful and amazing conversation with you. And I definitely, truly believe that everyone listening to you would have been impacted in a very positive way. So thank you for that too. No problem. Thank you, Sanvidi. And thank you to my Shali team and everyone involved. I'm so happy that you have made it to the end and we so appreciate you guys for listening in to our podcast so religiously. I'll be back with our next gem super soon so don't forget to check in. With this is me signing off. See you next time and until then spread love, spread happiness.